0: Today is Gingy. I again feel so valued because you didn't sound enthusiastic at all. And here's Gingy.
1: (laughs) We just had an interaction where I just like shit talk Gingy in like two servers at the same time. We're in the recording server. I didn't want, I didn't want it to just be me and Gingy again, because the whole point of this show is to have like a rotating cast of hosts. And Penguin and Brad never show up, (laughs) so I was looking for a guest, looking for a guest, or seeing if Brad was free. And um, okay, I was like, very desperate for it to not be me and Gingy again. And he's like, "Thanks, I feel very, very valued." And then I went to the, I saw it was added in the Pixel server, so I went to the Pixel server, and Xenomorph Jedi, our first ever Pixels Media patron, thank you, by the way, said, I don't know if it was a joke or not, or if he was serious, but he said his favorite favorite part about the show was Gingy's editing, Oh. And, and he was like, I'm waiting for Pegasus to get triggered, and I'm like, and I was like, it's an objective fact that Gingy is shit at editing. And he's like, again, thank you for valuing me so.
0: It may look all nice and rainbows, you guys, but it, it's not. He's a fucking dictator.
1: Yep. I love how I'm a dictator when you run the other show.
0: <laughs> You're a dictator here. You're like, hey, bitch, whatever I the see- fuck you do to me in pixels, <laughs> legit- I'm going to do right back to you in Variety Hour.
1: I legit, on Valentine's Day, tried to set find a guest and do, like, a raw audio, no editing bonus episode and post it without telling any of you.
0: Fucking dick. <laughs> then how would it sound or look and be like, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom, and then you hear the piss noise, and then that goes on the air. How would you feel then? <laughs>
1: Also, I totally forgot about that. But speaking of raw audio podcast, I totally forgot about that podcast being Brad recorded. It's probably already expired. I'll check, and if it's not, I'm gonna go download it after this. I-, I pulled a Jason and forgot to download the podcast until it was too late. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Me and Brad just like had fun talking for an hour. I'm sure he's not going to be that mad that it's not getting posted. We just kind of had a conversation for a while. We had a good time. Fair enough. Anyway. So anyway, On to our show. So we got to talk about our lives in Pokemon. Jinji, tell us all about the fact that the only Pokemon game he played this week is Pokemon Go.
0: Hey, fuck you. I've also played Let's Go Pikachu. (laughs) But no, there is a lot of current events going on right now in Pokemon Go that I've been trying to abuse, but I've not had luck so far. Oh,
1: can I talk about something real quick that I just remembered? What? Somebody, Somebody did a bamboozle on Twitter, just like as a total meme. And they retweeted a picture of like Pokemon Direct February 26th yeah, I've seen. to like make everybody freak out but it was 2016 do you follow that same Twitter? I don't remember what Twitter yeah. it was
0: yeah I was the one who tweeted it
1: oh it was you? wow
0: yes it was me <laughs> I didn't even know that was you yeah that was me I tweeted it
1: that's hilarious you got me buddy
0: Woohoo! But no, there's a lot of um, events going on in Pokemon Go. They normally make the um, Meltan box cooldowns a week. So, you know, you open it, you get the capture Mel- or Meltans for 30 minutes, and you have to wait seven days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't
0: know about well, that. Well, for the current event right now, they shorten that day down to three days. And there's a chance for Meltan to be shiny.
1: Eww.
0: So I've been, I've been trying to do that. And yeah, playing Let's Go Pikachu. I haven't really decided what exactly I want to shiny hunt yet, but...
1: What were you shiny hunting when you got another Pokemon instead that I wanted you to shiny hunt? Porygon. Yeah, hey, you got a Porygon. What, what did I want you to show? Oh, yeah, it was a rat. What's A shiny rat. I swear if you're playing it right now, JNG, I might.
0: <laughs> I'm tired. It's I... been a long day.
1: You know how I feel. You you gotta focus on the podcast. You know how I feel about that.
0: I am focusing. Thank you. But no, that is is, pretty much about my week.
1: As he's flicking Pokeballs at a Rattata, I'm focusing.
0: I am focusing.
1: it's like me when like I'm talking to somebody and I'm like pretending to pay attention to them. And then they like, ask me a question and I'm silent and they're like, dude, and I'm like, Oh, sorry. I was reading a text. <laughs> so is that, is that it for you? Are you yeah, gonna, pretty you know, much. Okay. So the thing about me is my weeks go by so fast I do not know whether I've done something like previously. In previous, it was actually this week, so I'm just going to talk about stuff. Um, I started playing Pokemon Renegade Platinum, the hack of Poke the long-awaited Pokemon hack, Pokemon of Pokemon Platinum by Dreano, legendary Pokemon hacker who has created multiple uh, hacks to of the. Pokemon games to make them harder and make every Pokemon that exists in that game available. Okay. And uh, I haven't even got a badge so far because I didn't spend that much time on it, but I I Did you say you
0: were doing a Nuzlocke of it?
1: No, no, no. Drayano games are impossible in Nuzlocke, Jinji. Do it. No, I'm not doing it.
0: Grow a pair. Do it.
1: I mean, definitely not Renegade Platinum, because I kind of just want to play it and see how it goes, but maybe I'll download fucking Blaze Black and give it a go. Actually, no, because I couldn't even nuzlocke regular Black. Let me uh, maybe get... No. Okay, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do Fire Red Omega. I'm already doing normal Heart Gold, so I don't want to do Sacred Gold, and I don't... <laughs> I don't want to do Renegade Platinum because I'm playing it normally, <laughs> and I know Blaze Black will kick my ass. Cause normal Black kicked my ass. Okay, so yeah, I've been playing Renegade Platinum. I'm in Orberg City with a full team. They give you like, I've I've been given like seven gift Pokemon. You get mm-hmm. a lot of Pokemon a gift Pokemon in Draynor game. I think my team as it stands now is my Monferno Goku. (laughs) And um, I actually considered benching my my Monferno only because I received the Torchic and I wasn't paying attention in the battle. And I thought the Torchic... Because you battle the starter before you get it. And I thought thought it had speed boost because I saw one of its stats boost, and I wasn't paying attention. So I was fully ready to bench Goku for this Torchic who I thought had speed boost, but I looked and it did not have speed boost, so Goku kept his his slot. Maybe Mm -hmm. it'll evolve against speed boost, though, but I guess I'll never find out because it's going to sit in my box forever, and I'm not going to attempt it because if it does have speed boost, I'll box my starter, and I kind of don't want to box my starter.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh! I did forget, in my Pokemon Go antics this week, I hatched a shiny Pichu.
1: I love my Pichu baby. Pichu's the best. Okay, so... Yeah, I have Goku the Monferno. I have Ramses the Nidoran. Nidoran male. He is real good. There are a lot of moveset changes in the Triano games. And one Mm -hmm. of them really crucial is to is get it gives nidoran male poison fang really early game i have my Eevee neapolitan bringing it back who has adaptability which is i think a change i don't think evie gets adaptability in the normal games but it mm. has adaptability covet with a silk scarf. So Silf scarf? Silk scarf. So this is adaptability covet with a silk scarf. Nice. It it murders things. (laughs) I have... I'm trying to remember the one other thing I have that isn't the two Canto starters. I guess I could talk about the two Canto starters, then maybe I'll remember. I have a Bulbasaur, whose name is Ivy. And I have a Squirtle, whose name is Quite, who I named after a YouTuber I watch, who wears sunglasses. And Squirtle also wears sunglasses. So there you go. (laughs) Squirtle um, Squad. Squirtle Squad. And someday I'll remember. Someday. Someday I'll actually like have decent Oh I have a Psyduck Psyduck's name is Daisy Daisy Wait no I don't I box Psyduck hold on (laughs) I just realized like why would I have Psyduck and Squirtle Oh yeah I don't I box Psyduck You know I quit. I quit. There's also another Pokemon. I don't remember what it is. Christ. Okay. Professional
0: podcasters, everybody.
1: Professional podcasters. Okay, so also... My Pokemon Blue for my Nuzlocke World Tour. I probably already said this on the show. Like I said, the weeks blend together. Uh, Patrick who I was doing my world tour with, he wiped in his run and he oh, no. tried to catch up and he got two gyms in and then he lost his save file. So we just, at that point, called Gen 1 with me as the winner. Penguin joined us as our new third for Gen 2. And we, we were already into that. Well, I don't know if the other two have started yet, but I have started my run and I have... I beat Falconer on hard with no deaths. <laughs> and I'd like to point out, when I posted in the group chat, I beat hard Falconer, no blood. Penguin just responds, I'll show you blood, knife emoji.
0: Oh shit, Penguin ain't <laughs> fucking around.
1: <laughs> she, yeah,
0: She's the reason why I Club Penguin's no more. She went up in there with their feathers and shanked everybody.
1: She shanked all of the people of Club Penguin.
0: Yes, almost to the degree where, like I said before in the Pixels episode, I just logged on to use profanity.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. So anyway, I wasn't. Uh, I was gonna mention Pokemon Silver later, but I did mention it now. I mean, Pokemon Gold. I'm playing Gold this time because I obviously got the last choice inversion because we let Penguin have the version she wanted because she was new and she was joining. So Patrick got his choice of gold and silver and he chose silver, so I got gold. And I'm doing a Dragon Ball naming theme, so I have my Cyndaquil, whose name is Vegeta. I have a Uh, Cyndaquil. I already said I have a Cyndaquil. (laughs) I have a Geodude whose name is Broly. (laughs) (laughs) I have a I have a Spiro whose name is Raditz. I have a, a Pidgey, whose name is Mai. At least turn your Switch's volume off, Gingy. At <laughs> least do that for me.
0: No. I, I, was, I was just fucking around to get your reaction, but if you ever <laughs> get a uh, Meowth, you need to name it Beerus.
1: Uh, why not? Uh, why not Corin? It's literally a white cat. It's a perfect match.
0: And God damn it! If you get a uh, a Nidoran male, would be a, a, a good. Beerus. If you get a snubble, name it Beerus.
1: Nidoran, Nidor, Nido King is literally the closest Pokemon to Beerus. If I get a Nidoran male, I'll name it Beerus.
0: What about Ugly?
1: Yeah, but. Okay, it it does have more of the cat features, but I feel like with a combination of color and design, Nido King comes the closest.
0: I suppose.
1: So, anyway. Yeah, you you made me lose my train of of thought. (laughs) I can't even say the phrase train of thought now. Okay, so I also have a Rattata whose name is Krillin. (laughs) (laughs) and um there's there's one more i'm having trouble remembering gosh darn sixth one again having that same problem that's
0: funny as hell
1: (laughs) oh i have a central whose name is chi chi and chi chi is the first to go into the bank once i get something better because Krillin is the superior rat. Rattatas are way better than Sentrets. Scrub. Okay.
0: Bring that Sentret to the very end. Don't okay. even evolve it into a uh, a ferret. Leave it <laughs> a Sentret.
1: <laughs> leave it, as leave it a Sentret. I might. I feel like it depends on PvP performance because I think they'll both end up coming to PvP because I don't know if there's much good. I could be wrong. I could run into a really good encounter in, like, Union Cave, or the route before Union Cave, and it replaces Chi-Chi. But if it doesn't, it all depends on which one does better in PvP between Krillin and Chi-Chi. So anyway... Uh Yeah, that's... I I got into gold before I was going to get into... uh, Blue. So my general world tour, I'm continuing my Nuzlocke on my own time. We had just finished cycle six. Well, I had finished cycle six and padded wife to Koga. So mm-hmm. I just continued on to cycle seven. And while surfing to Cinnabar Island, I found a trainer. He had a shelter. I I led my Fero. I hyperbeamed it. The shelter died. A cloister came out. I clicked hyperbeam. It clicked Aurora Beam and outsped, I'm pretty sure. Wait, no, I missed. I missed the Hyper Beam. It used Aurora Beam, did about a third of my health. I clicked Hyper Beam again, uh, and it la- it lived on one HP, and then it used Aurora Beam and took another third, and then I had to recharge, and it took the remaining third, and my Firo died. No. So yeah, Mango the Firo, who's been with me, since cycle one, Gingy knows because it had to fa- he had to face it in the couple of cycles that he was part of that run. Mango the Spiro had been with me since the very beginning, and it went down. Initially, my plan and a plan that I fully enacted actually was to go to Peter City, get the old Amber, go to Cinnabar, and revive the old amber to an aerodactyl. And train up that Aerodactyl to replace my Fero. And that's what I did. But then when I listened to Burn Radio, uh, I was, I'm re listening to Blastburn Radio again. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like nearing the end of series one now. Mm-hmm. And I had a realization based on something that Jolly pointed out that uh, Charizard learns Flamethrower the week that the cycle that they face Blaine. So that means that I lost my flying type. The same cycle that my flying and fire type starter would get flamethrower, an actual respectable move. So I realized that this kind of fade a little bit and I brought my Charmeleon charcoal out of the box. So I had boxed after cycle two, so after Misty, mm-hmm. and he sat in there for cycle three, four, and five, never coming out. Then I brought him out for like five seconds in cycle six before Patrick wiped. And I'm like, you're going to be, I'm training you so that Patrick thinks that I have to, that he has to prepare for you. And that's literally the only reason I put him in like my, my roster of eight Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I started training him and then Patrick wipes. So I promptly threw the Charmeleon back at the bank.
0: That poor, poor Charmeleon. I might as well start calling your bitch-ass, Damien. What's
1: up? I'm Damien.
0: Yeah, you're you're essentially doing the same thing.
1: Well, at least I put it in the box instead of leaving it out in the rain to literally die.
0: Okay, then you're fucking Cross.
1: Cross left him in the rain to die, too!
0: Which one do you, do you want to be Damien or Cross? Or because at this point, dude, that poor Charmeleon just wants to be loved. Trade it to me. I'll give it some love.
1: I'll be cross because he has a cool Rock. that's not that a dumb never Charmander. Uses. Wow. <laughs> no, but seriously, that Charm Charmeleon led I mean that Charizard now has led such a sad life. So I, I chose him. I was very angry about choosing him but you know he still had his lizard smile he still wanted to be my partner and my buddy and then after cycle one i just talked so much crap about him to everybody because of how terrible he performed in cycle one pvp and then i just begrudgingly kept him in my team for cycle two and then i threw him in the bank and he sat in the bank for months just you like are depressed disgusting. and alone just like depressed and alone. And then I literally brought him out for like 10 seconds. And I'm like, I'm training you literally as a fake out. I just imagine he was like, I'm just happy to be included. And he was just smiling. And then Tachik wipes. And I'm just like, well, don't need you anymore. And threw him back at the bay.
0: You're fucking evil.
1: <laughs> but then our sweet baby mango bit the big one. And I'm like, all right. I think it's finally time for you to do stuff. And now he's a happy, happy, really hit Char- Charizard's back sprite in Gen One is very doofy. He's a happy doofy little Charizard, just ready to be my friend again. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he's very attached to me and has a lot of ab- abandonment issues and depression issues now. But he's gonna murder things. <laughs>
0: All I will say at this point, Pegasus, teach that motherfucker frustration.
1: Uh if frustration existed in Gen 1, I would. <laughs> Jesus. His t- his move his moveset right now, I'm pretty sure, is like slash, flamethrower, fire blast, and leer. So Yeah, that's that. I have Blaine's badge now. I took Blaine down. It wasn't that much of a thing. I'm sure by the time we record next, which is actually two days from now, because we're recording with Penguin Sunday night. Yeah, that's that. I'm very sad about my Firo. I've done a flawless Gen 1 Nuzlocke, which makes me sad that this run has not been so lucky. I've had three deaths so far, two of which have been very crucial Pokemon, the first being my Jolteon, who's a, a on in gen one that's that's a mm-hmm. crushing blow and mango the Firo, and you're like Firo isn't that good yeah but he had hyperbeam he had hyperbeam i spent so much money to get this bird hyperbeam and it's been paying dividends but then he died to a cloister So yeah, I've been talking for about like 35 years. So let's move on. That's it. We
0: start started recording, I would say, about 20 minutes ago, and it's been mostly you.
1: (laughs) Okay. So let me think if I've done anything more Pokemon related real quick. I don't want to forget anything. Hmm. I will be doing something Pokemon related soon. Uh, Blastburn Radio is starting Heart Gold and Soul Silver. If you listen to us and you don't listen to Blastburn Radio, which I think there's a person who actually does that now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. There's a couple of people who listen to this show that haven't ever heard of Blastburn Radio. Blastburn Radio Pokemon Nuzlocke podcast is a much better Pokemon podcast than this. Yes. so go listen to it.
0: Much better than ours.
1: So anyway, they're starting their Heart Gold Soul Silver series. And a lot of their fans have taken to starting their own Nuzlocke trios to partake in the same competition that they're taking part in. And I'm no exception. I joined a trio with community members Platinum Gamer and Manic Pixie Fat Guy. And we are ready to storm Heart Gold and Soul Silver, even though I chose Cyndaquil just on instinct because I was very tired when it was time to choose my starter. Now I regret it because I really, really want to run a Chikorita. I really, really want to run a Chikorita.
0: You're going to get popped by Faulkner. He chose arguably the best starter out of the pair because, you know, the Bellsprout Tower. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But the thing is, Gingy... The level limit for Falconer is higher than it is in normal gold, silver, and crystal. And he isn't running mud slab. So a geodude could easily wreck his shit. And so could like a Pidgey, if you tried hard enough. Fair enough. So, so yeah. And Yeah, I really want a Chigorita to the point where I maybe for like two seconds considered quitting because he wouldn't give me his goddamn chikorita. Uh Platinum got the Chikorita and he got forced into the Chikorita. And literally the person who got the cru- who got Totodile, who is undisputably by far the best starter in that game competitively, wanted Cyndaquil. Because he had an attachment to Cyndaquil, which was Manic. So I'm like, why don't we all trade Platinum, I get the Chikorita that I want. Manic gets the Cyndaquil that he wants, and you get to kick our asses because you have the best starter by far. But uh, he didn't want to, and I have to have my Cyndaquil. I could also just trade Manic and have a Totodile, but at this point, I'll just run with my Fire Weasel put friend. So yeah, unfortunate. No, no, no grass dino for me. Maybe next time. Maybe when we get to Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and the World Tour. Which is also based on Blastburn Radio. By mm-hmm. the way, we're just starting from the beginning. Okay, so that's it for me. It's time for the topic of the show. Gigi, what is our topic today?
0: The Alolan forms.
1: Ooh, forms of the Lola, the place that I used to hate but now I love. So, Jinji, why don't you pull up a list of those Alola forms and we'll go over them and we'll talk about them. And there's changes from their normal forms and stuff What we think about them.
0: I don't need to. I have all that shit in my head.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, now if you miss one, I'm going to give you endless shit, so you better be ready.
0: (laughs) Well, for starters, we have Alolan Vulpix and Alolan Ninetales.
1: Okay, so, yeah, Alolan Vulpix and Alolan Ninetales. The change between them and their normal form, if you didn't know, the original form of Vulpix and Ninetales was introduced in Gen 1. Well, all the Alola forms' original form were introduced in Gen 1, actually. Mm-hmm. And they were fire types. And these new Alola forms are ice and fairy. Do, are they ice and fairy from the get-go? Or yes. Or is Vulpix?
0: I know Ninetales is ice fairy. Let me... Let me double check Vulpix real quick.
1: Just get let me since we're talking about Volpix, let me talk for a minute how Volpix may be one of the most underappreciated Pokémon ever. Volpix is Alolan one of the cutest- is pure ice. Okay, Alolan Volpix is pure ice. Okay. But real quick, Volpix is like the cutest Pokémon of all time and I don't think he gets appreciated enough for it. You don't think Vulpix is cute? No. What?
0: Alolan Sandrew is more cuter, in my opinion.
1: We're not even talking about the Alolan variant at this point. I'm talking straight Vulpix. I,
0: I guess, in a way, it's cute, yeah, but...
1: Atlas, actually, that's his least favorite Pokemon. He does not like Vulpix. Hmm. It's weird. I like Vulpix. I think he's adorable. So anyway, Alolan Vulpix is ice, and Alolan Ninetales is ice and fairy. And one of the biggest parts of that change is Ninetales, who's like kind of, kind of bad a little bit, is now a force. He's OU, this, this Alolan Ninetales. At least I think he's OU. He might be UU.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, UU, I believe.
1: Okay, so it's Yuu, still second tier, and I'm Nine Tails, who's the who's been the lowest tier, I think, the I think he's been Pu since Pu existed. Actually, he might have been Ou in Black and White just because of the Weather Wars, and he had drought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh. Ninetales becomes less of, like, a furry, normal fox, and he kind of becomes more misty, doesn't he? Yes. Like, kind of in a way, Alolan Ninetales kind of seems more like like a spirit, in a way. It's not a ghost type, mm-hmm. but, like, you know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: But yeah, Lola Nine Ninetales is much more useful than normal Ninetales in competitive scene. and. Kind of like the design a little bit more on Vulpix at the very least. I feel like Ninetales is interchangeable for me, but Vulpix I kind of prefer the Lowland variant.
0: Yes, I will agree with you on that one. The
1: I want to hu- hug an icy Vulpix and make it my friend forever.
0: Then the next Alolan pair we have is a Lowland True and a Lowland Sandslash. They are both I... Ice and Steel typing.
1: Oh, you confirmed it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm on the Pokedex page right now.
1: Okay, that makes sense. I was about to I figured they would be in the same vein since they're kind of parallels and that sandshrew would be pure ice, but I guess I'm wrong.
0: No, they are both ice steel.
1: So yeah, um I'm like Alolan Ninetales and Alolan Sand Slash did not is not better. Well it might be better, but it's not higher tier than the normal Sand Slash. No.
0: Time's four weak to ground.
1: Oh. Yeah, and Ice. fighting.
0: Fighting, too, yeah.
1: Wait, no. Ice is not weak to ground. He's only double weak to fighting. Ice is strong say, to um, ground,
0: my guy. I do really like Alolan Sandslash, because in my first playthrough of Ultra Sun, <laughs> Alolan Alolan Sandslash kind of saved my ass.
1: The Again, Ultron in The only Alolan I ran in Sun was Raichu, and I was very disappointed because I finally realized why he was so bad. I should have maybe looked at his nature because he was an adamant Raichu that I was an really <laughs> <a disaster laughs> attacker.
0: <laughs> Go get yourself another one.
1: Well, it's over now. Now he's already got his slot, slot replaced by a Tapu Koko, which is what I planned to do from the beginning anyway.
0: God, you were just fucking ruthless with your fucking replacements. What do you mean? You mean? had to get that Kuchu literally... to fucking love you and everything, and now you just betray it. it. You're a fucking monster. I've
1: always wanted to run a Tapu Koko, and I wasn't going to run two electric types, obviously.
0: You're a fucking monster.
1: I've, I've replaced like half of my Elite Four team already. I replaced Raichu with you're, Tapu Koko. You're only
0: making your case worse by trying to defend yourself like that. I know.
1: That. I'm just telling you that I've replaced Raichu with Tapu Koko. I've replaced um, Mudsdale. Wait, no, no, I didn't replace. Oh, I did replace Mudsdale, but I don't want to talk about that until. I want to talk about that last. I mm. replaced Araquanid, my Araquanid Peter recently with uh my buzz wool that i caught buff mason and i replaced my mudsdale with a, glo- a shiny glygar that i actually got from jolly of blastburn radio which had ha- he breeded for me a long time ago and said that he'd give it to me if i beat sun and moon well more accurately he said he'd give it to me if i beat ultra sun and moon but he, he made an exception because i don't have ultra sun and Moon. And he gave me the Gligar, and he's a shiny boy, he's good, good, and I love him to death, and I cannot wait until he gets actually de- leveled with the rest of the team, so I can actually use him in fights. And, yeah, so half of my Pokemon League team has already been replaced.
0: Mm-hmm. Then the next Alolan pair, I shouldn't say pair, is Alolan Reku. I didn't even get a
1: chance to share my opinion on Alolan Sandslash. Hold on. So, I feel like it's the same thing with Vulpix, but I prefer Alolan Sandslash. She's just kind of cuter. Uh, I mean, Alolan Sandsru. Alolan Sandshrew is just cuter. But I kind of, I think when I first saw Alolan Sandslash, I was like, that looks kind of that looks cooler than normal Slash. But now that mm-hmm. I've had time to sit on it, I think I like Cantonian Sandslash more. But, really? But, the, but Alolan Sanchu definitely wins my vote because I like... I like... He, he's just cute. I don't know how to explain it. Alolan Sanchu is just infinitely cuter than normal Sanchu, who is already ad- adorable. So...
0: True. Now, the next one is Alolan Raichu. Oh,
1: yeah. Is electric and
0: psychic type.
1: All he did in my playthrough was die. Over and over. It was great.
0: Because it's part psychic type and it knew you were eventually gonna dump it. So, like, fuck <laughs> you. I'm not gonna try for you.
1: Literally so many times that, like, He's so frail, Jinji. Like, he would take hits, completely neutral hits, from things the same level as him, and get, like, effortlessly one-shot. He was so frail, and he didn't even have good special attack, because I didn't realize he was adamant-natured. He had Nasty Plot, which could boost that special attack, but as I just said, it was very hard to get Nasty Plot set up when he gets one-shot by everything.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you can't tell but I am playing the world's smallest violin over here.
1: (laughs) And you want to know something? You want to know something? The problem continues! My Tapu Koko has higher attack than special attack! (laughs) (laughs) It still has higher special attack than the Raichu though, so I'm still fine.
0: Okay, well, the next Alolan pair, honestly, it's kind of... Are you, are you not going to
1: share any opinions about Alolan Raichu, or are we just going to let that rant be the only opinions that are shared?
0: Yeah, that's all I want to contribute.
1: <laughs> so the next Alolan people...
0: Is Alolan Rattata and Radicate.
1: Alolan Rattata is fine. Alolan Raticate was a dumb idea and I want to break down the door of whoever designed him and shove things in his mouth until he chokes and dies and it's like not so not so cool now is it? Just shove a bunch of things in something's mouth and be like oh it's better
0: You are in a dark fucking mood today
1: I am. I really am I literally started this show with Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour." This show I've been too shit of a mood to do. I didn't even do the normal intro.
0: (laughs) You're a monster.
1: Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Alolan Raticate is super dumb. Alolan Rattata is fine, I guess. I ran one briefly. He was an early game mon for me, who filled a slot until it got I t- until I got a permanent member for it. I had my Aloban Rattata Waluigi and he performed fairly well. For
0: Yeah, they're not too bad, but <laughs> the time war weakness, the fighting really hurts it.
1: Yeah, he's he's an early game mon just like normal Rattata. Like he gets benched eventually, but he puts in good work until then.
0: Mm-hmm now, the next pair is Alolan Dig- Diglett and Doug Trio. They are ground hair. steel Beautiful type hair. Thing.
1: Majestic. I don't like them. Nobody hey, likes yeah. them, but it's a great meme that this Doug Trio has majestic hair.
0: So I think we're just going to drop them there. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: I didn't say anything.
0: Oh. Uh, the next one is lowland Meowth in Persian.
1: I kind of forgot they existed until you reminded me.
0: Yep, and Just they are now. both pure dark.
1: They're okay. They're, they're cool.
0: Now, the next line, we're kind of breezing through them.
1: Why are we breezing uh, we through? Have... We should be sharing more detailed opinions, Dingy. You keep moving on without saying a goddamn thing
0: well i think we're yeah dude we're already coming close to an hour already
1: it's fine we don't have time restrictions anymore we never had a time restriction for this show
0: (laughs) well i didn't particularly care about the alolan meow but if you wanted to comment on him,
1: i actually think alolan meow's design is really cool alolan persian if view does his own separate thing, is cool in his own right, but he looks kind of stupid when you just do a before and after of normal, sa- nor- sand slash. normal Persian and then Alolan Persian. I did run an Alolan Persian, though, on the team that I want to bring back, but I can't revive and I don't remember because it's on a device that's broken, is the team that I ended up naming the pu avengers which was a pu Mm -hmm. team that i built literally just to mess with jolly i was like hey jolly look at this ou team that you just spent a bunch of time building i bet i can build a pu team and beat you with it so i built the pu team and i didn't beat jolly but it was close it was very close Mm -hmm. and this team and then after after that i took the p i took it to the pu ladder And it was doing real good. So yeah, the PU Avengers were good, good boys. And that Persian was real, real good. And hope maybe I can get that device to work for 10 seconds so I can pull the PU Avengers off and use them again. We can move on now, Gingy. I'm not going to yell at you anymore.
0: (laughs) The next line is the alolan geodude line which they are all rock electric
1: uh i prefer the cantonians but they're cool in their own right
0: galvanized explosion alolan golem is nothing to fucking laugh at
1: if only we were back in the before times where explosion half your defense then it'd be really good But explosions nerf, unfortunately.
0: Then Choice Bandit.
1: Detrimental. Yeah, that's a thing, but... You kind of want it to be able to do some stuff before it explodes if you get the chance. You don't want to just rely on explosion. Like, even if it exists solely to explode, it's nice if you can do a couple of things before you pull the pin.
0: Nah. It's only good for an explosion.
1: Shut up about my Geodude friend. He doesn't need to explode to be good. Armstrong was the MVP of my Pokemon Silver Nuzlocke, where he could not explode because, you know, it was a Nuzlocke. He always had explosion in his moveset, though, because I uh, fought. I-, I knew I was fighting Jolly Mess and Selez after I beat Lance and after I beat Red, so I wanted to have it for PvP. Mm hmm. So I always kept Explosion in the back of his new set, or Self-Destruct, right. originally, until he got high enough level to learn Explosion.
0: Okay. Mm, going on to my favorite Alolan counterpart is the Alolan Grimer and Muck, Which can... they are poison dark typing.
1: Unfortunately, like... Literally every other time I've attempted to play Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I've ran Alolan grammar for however long I've played. This time I just decided not to on a whim and it ended up being the run I finished. So that's kind of sad for Alolan grammar, but yeah, I like him.
0: Yeah, I've used one in my Sun playthrough when I first went through the Alolan region. I liked him. He was a, he was a good one. Now, the next one...
1: I'll probably run one in uh, Ultra once I get my hands on Ultra to play through Ultra. How many times can Pegasus say Ultra in the same sentence?
0: Right. Now, the next Alolan form, in my opinion, is unnecessary and stupid. Alolan executor, which instead of Grass Psychic is now Grass Dragon. (laughs)
1: Shout out, Gingy. Alolan Exeggutor is majestic. You shut your mouth.
0: I'll go call. Um... Oh, what's his name? Uh... God damn it. Um...
1: Also, it was a really good meme when uh, Alolan Exeggutor was first announced, and people just ended up. People just took pictures of Pokemon and elongated their necks and was like, look at the new Alola forms. <laughs> that was a pretty good meme.
0: Um, God, what is that? That folklore dude with the big blue ox. What's his name?
1: The the, the what? What the are you old talking? folklore
0: about the giant lumberjack dude? What the fuck is his name?
1: I literally do not know. You're asking the wrong person.
0: This is gonna bother me. God, what's his name? Anyway, yeah, no, I don't like Alolan Executor.
1: I like him. I think he's a cool doofy dragon boy and I like his long neck. I think it I think it makes sense contextually. Like it's an Alolan form that makes sense. Like it's like, "Oh, the Alolan sun what made the Executor grow, so it was longer." I really like that that makes sense. Why it's a dragon type, though, I don't know. But it's cool.
0: And then, easily one of the coolest ones is the final Alolan form of Alolan Marowak, which is a ghost fire type instead of pure ground.
1: My favorite Alolan form, bar none. No contest. I love Alolan Marowak. Badass. I actually ran one in my first ever OU team. At least I think I did. I remember that team very shakily, but I'm pretty sure I used the lower way
0: Alright, but now, I guess my question would be if you could come up with your own the lowland counterpart for a Pokemon, who would it be?
1: any Pokemon or should I make it a it- original one fifty one to fit
0: original one fifty one to fit the theme
1: okay um. Original 151. Let me let me think for a second. What I if, have my answer like right a, away. I have an idea. What if there was like a skinny a skinny Snorlax?
0: <laughs> Make it normal fighting.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um. Like an actual like. If like I had my choice. Weight, agile Snorlax. It's
0: kind of frightening.
1: <laughs> so what's your idea, Gigi?
0: An Alolan, um, Growlithe, and Arcanine. Instead of fire, I want them water.
1: So you mean the Delta Species trading cards?
0: Essentially, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like more, because I kind of want to have... Why wasn't there a Alolan Cubone? I want to see a baby Alolan Marowak, like a little Cubone that has like a little Does bit of... Because that
0: Alolan Marowak is the dead Marowak from Red and Blue. That's why it's Ghost.
1: Yeah, I know, but like, imagine like a little Cubone with black fur, and he, his bone has like a little fire on the end of it. It's cute.
0: But that is Alolan forms, Peg.
1: What if we, no, what if we had the Alolan legendary birds and their types were flipped? Wait, what? So we had like like, ice type Moltres, fire type Zapdos, and electric type Articuno.
0: That would be interesting to see.
1: Also, the starters type flipped could also be you could have the starters and the legendary birds all type flipped. We could have water charizard grass blastoise and uh, my brain hurts. Oh, fire Venusaur.
0: It's not bad. All right.
1: No, imagine a, no, imagine an electrode that's straight up a grenade. Like they don't even hide it. It, It's literally just shaped (laughs) like a grenade.
0: (laughs) It would fit well with the beta design of Remerade and artillery.
1: I've never seen that.
0: Oh, dude. You talk about what we're doing next. I will pull up an image of it. Oh, oh
1: God. Oh God, we have to do showdown. But first, I believe Gingy kind of forgot oh, about that. fuck.
0: I did forget. God damn it, give me two seconds.
1: <laughs> so, without further ado, time for Gingy's favorite part of the episode, so take it away.
0: Who's that Pokemon? Thank you to our two-year-old correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is national Dex number six. Charizard, the flame Pokemon. It's Let's Go the, Pikachu the, the and point Eevee. Out for our
1: listeners right now, whether they heard this or not, we, I came up with this Pokemon, and I literally said it 10 seconds ago because he was scrambling to think of one, and I told him <laughs> to cut it out, so we'll see if he actually cut it out.
0: Joke's on you, fucker. Uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee Pokedex entry states, its bond with its trainer is the source of its power. That's why your Charizard sucks, because you're a fucking monster. It's both (laughs) speed and maneuverability greater than that of a jet fighter.
1: I need to give a Charizard a fair shake. I don't think I've ever run a Charizard in a normal playthrough.
0: You're a fucking monster.
1: Next time I play X or Y, I'll run a Charizard, maybe.
0: And if you are running a competitive set... Which, let me pop on over to Smogon to look at his base stats. Or, you know, no, I'm on Serebii. Let me fucking scroll form. down the page.
1: He has Mega Forms.
0: Yes, he does have Wait, two did, of them. Did, mega did, X and Mega uh, Y. Mega
1: Pokédex entries and Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Read his Mega Pokédex entries.
0: I did. I read the Mega Y one. That was it.
1: Oh, re- read the Mega X one. And then read at least one dex entry for the normal Pokémon
0: mega x states the overwhelming power that fills its entire body causes it to turn black and creates intense blue flames
1: why did you not read that one that one's metal as hell
0: (laughs) in regular charizard when this pokemon expels a blast of super hot fire the red flame at the tip of its tail burns more intently uh, and just out of, at...
1: out of curiosity, just to see what the Pokedex says about my Charizard. What is his blue Pokedex entry? Or red and blue, it's probably the same.
0: I uh, will have to find the Gen 1 Dude, Pokedex. Are then. you getting
1: your Pokedex entries from the Pokedex of the actual Switch?
0: Yeah, I'm on Cerebead, my dude.
1: <laughs> okay, but like you, you were saying you had to go somewhere else for the red and blue Pokedex entry, so I thought you were actually pulling the yeah, map the actual not, let's I'm not, go Pokedex. I'm
0: not fucking seeing it. Fuck it. I will I'll look it up later, dude. But it's base stats for its um regular form is 78 HP, 84 in attack. 78 in defense, special attack is 109, 85 in special defense, and 100 speed. It's Mega X. You always read off the base of that. Yes, I've done it for every Pokemon.
1: Okay, I'm just
0: dumb. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll cut it there. Um, if my, my personal recommendation would be a set for Mega X. So I'd either make him adamant or jolly, whichever you're care is, I would go 252 in attack, 252 in speed, dragon dance, dragon claw, flare blitz, and you have the I am stuck between Earthquake and Roost, whichever whichever is your preference on that one.
1: I love how you say that they're your sets when you're literally reading them off of Swellgoth.
0: I I actually read that set in my head. I'm not on smugging at all whatsoever.
1: <laughs> oh, dang. Gingy coming out here with the actual, his idea. Okay, so now that we're done with Pokemon of the episode, it's time for Showdown. And even though you guys aren't going to get this weight, Gingy is... Because I'm not prepared at all. So I need to turn my PS4 on and actually go to showdown. <sighs> okay, so our showdown today is part, partially the same as last episode. Gingy really <laughs> liked the crazy wildness of the that Hackmon Cup. So we're going to do a couple Hackmon's Cups. And we're going to do at least two. If the same person wins twice, then they're the winner, but if the winner's different both times, we'll do a tiebreaker. I, it won't no, be like me and Brad yeah, when we match. did Gen 10U twice, and then we decided not to do a tiebreaker, just because of how ridiculously long the second match was. That's what happened in the first episode, was there was a, there was some Chansey versus Chansey crap, so... Yeah,
0: and I hate you for that. We didn't you do a tiebreaker. realize much of a nightmare that was to fucking edit? Go fuck imagine if yourself. We,
1: imagine if we had... No, just imagine if we had decided to do the tiebreaker and we had another Chansey versus Chansey.
0: Gingy's gonna disappear off the internet if you try to pull that shit.
1: Gingy's just gonna leave the internet.
0: But no, I will be nice and I'll narr- or, uh, commentate the first game.
1: It's like Jolly with Sorak, uh, where he said if Sorak dies... The first weeks he had him after uh, he put all the valuable TMs into him, he would just, like, leave the internet and not answer Messer Rohan's call for, like, three weeks.
0: Where's the invite?
1: I had to log in. Jesus Christ. It didn't, Showdown didn't auto-log me in like it usually does. Okay, you're gonna actually go into the text box? Thank you. You're offline, loser!
0: No, I'm not. I'm online.
1: You're literally offline. Try again. Okay, I'll try again.
0: Okay, sweet. And in that case, I am leading out out with Scraggy, and Pegasus is leading out with Lillibub.
1: I would like to point out but this Lillipup is literally complete dead weight. This well, Lillipup's only attacking move is Continental Crush. is <laughs> due to being a Z-move that a base move has one base power and one PP.
0: Jesus. <laughs> well, we may begin. Now comes Lugia coming into a circle throw only dealing 6%. Oh God. okay. Beldum cool. comes out. For the me. Glaciate from Scraggy brings Beldum down to 93% and lowers its speed. Guillotine avoids. Well, oh, I see the nasty game you're trying to fucking play here. Conversion, making Beldum the normal type, wait, coming into wait. a circle throw. Beldum's at 28%, and out comes Nidoqueen.
1: I, I, thought, converg- I, I thought that would make me a different type. I'm very
0: dumb. <laughs> Play rough, one-shot Scraggy. Gooey activates. Nidoqueen loses the <laughs> speed tier. how the fuck is this going to work now comes vanillas night days bring Needle queen down to 75% lowers its accuracy light that burns the sky only dealing 66% and eject button goes off Now comes Serena, for Gingy.
1: Time to find out what type Serena is. Okay.
0: Earth power from Serena, bringing Needle Queen down to forty-seven percent. Freeze. And showdown thought- crash for me. Oh great. Okay. Anyway. It crashed as you were using your move, so give me two seconds. Needle Queen used Freeze Shock. Interesting. Out comes Vanillish for Gingy, Coming into Freeze Shock, but it missed. Assist from Vanillish using Bolt Strike, which is immune. Diamond Storm misses. Vanilla Shoes assist again, using a return, only dealing 6%. What the? Diamond Storm misses again.
1: Come on.
0: Vanilla using in 9 days, bringing Noodle Queen down to 13%. Diamond Storm actually hits. And down goes Vanilla.
1: And my defense has been doubled due to Diamond Storm's effect, effect apparently.
0: Yes. Ice hammer from Serena bringing down the Nidoqueen Queen.
1: Okay, cool. Great. I love it. I'm so happy. To find out what this is
0: a palo swine comes out for Pegasus.
1: Okay, cool. That's what that is. Um.
0: Go. Out comes Picky Peck. Desolate land. <laughs> Earth power <laughs> is immune. Desolate land, Pikipek. Air cutter bringing Serena down to 72%. Bulk strike Oops. misses.
1: That's unfortunate. That's an unfortunate move you have there.
0: Out comes Beldum, Coming into Bulk strike, bringing Bre- Beldum down.
1: Okay, you're. You haven't beat. You haven't
0: beat. Now comes Lugia. Dynamic punch. Crits, bringing Serena down to forty-six percent and confuses. Goes through Bolt Strike, bringing Lugia down to nineteen percent. I can't trap. It has Arena trap. Serena hits itself confusion now at 35%, and I cannot swap out because Lugia has, and I'm now paralyzed. Serena is now paralyzed, hits itself a confusion again at 25%. That is annoying. Dazzling Gleam bringing Serena down to 10%. Hits itself confusion and kills itself. That's unfortunate. Now comes Snowball for Gingy.
1: I look at the Snubble.
0: Thunderwave paralyzing Snubble. Ancient power brings Lugia down to 1%.
1: That that must be painful.
0: A little bit. Dynamic Punch. Defense is lowered, but speed is raised due to weak armor.
1: Aww, Snubble is you confused. Broke your parafusion.
0: Go, Snubble, go. Out it comes Apollo Swine. Snubble's can break through confusion, magnitude ten, bring in pile of swine down to sixty-one percent. Splintered Stone Shard brings down Snubble.
1: <laughs> yeah, Pile of swine.
0: Here Comes Makuhita for Jinji. Tightening its focus. Vacuum wave hitting oh. Pyloswine down to 39%. Makuhita is now burned.
1: Oh god, this is terrifying. Oh wait, the not poison really. Poison,
0: poison gas. Poisoning Pyloswine.
1: Okay, I thought you would have guts. Makuhita
0: is now at 90%. Pyloswine's at 29. No, this Makuhita wow, is garbage. That... It has arena trap.
1: You know what you... I just realized? That, that poison gas. Was really gutsy because I could have easily gone with Focus Punch and it would have went off.
0: I know what I'm doing. Piloswine's tightening its focus, switching into another Vacuum Wave. Piloswine lost its focus. Mafia is at 84% and due to poison damage, Piloswine is now out. Out comes Peck with Desolate Fucking Land. That's (laughs) glorious. (laughs) Air Cutter bringing Makuhita down to 41%. Poison Gas poisons Piggy Peck. Wow, Piggy Peck's Makuhita now at 88. Makuhita is at 35. This
1: Makuhita has some very stinky farts.
0: Vacuum Wave bringing Piggy Peck down to 69%. Makuhita is now down. 57% on Piggy Peck.
1: What shall you bring out to face the Sun God, Piggy Peck?
0: Now comes Loud Dread for Jinji and the holding a useless fucking item. It's holding a thunderstone.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Stone Edge bringing Loudred down to sixty-five percent. Return brings Picky Peck down to ten percent, but due to poison, Picky Peck's now down. How comes Lilypup for Pegasus? Continental Crush does nothing. Zero, zero percent. Damn. Dragon Dance for Lillipup. Another stab return brings up down to 22. Hold hands. Oh, that's. That kind of <laughs> breaks my heart. But stab return <laughs> brings down Lillipup. I am the winner.
1: I held his hand before he died. <laughs> oh, that's it's, like it's, it's gonna be okay.
0: Now that song by Bob Marley plays Everything's gonna be alright. <laughs>
1: I don't know if it's the same song, but I've I've got the "Don't You Worry."
0: Yeah, it's the same thing.
1: About a thing, a
0: thing but everything's Every little gonna be
1: alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna Send the request. fight again. Fight again now. Gingy won the first one, so if he wins the second one, it's over. I'm free. But if I win the second
0: one, I I'll be the this, I can go
1: to. No, Gingy, you can't go to sleep. It's too early for you to go to sleep, Gingy.
0: Actually, this time it's not because I'm I'm working earlier tomorrow morning.
1: Do you you work on set? You haven't worked yeah, on Saturday I, a week.
0: I know, but the overtime's back, so I'm working Saturday mornings.
1: Oof! I, why can I not find the thing I need to find? Um, okay, there it is god, I have to commentate this one. Yeah, it's you do. A bunch of mumbling because I'm. I tired. hate that thing.
0: I hate it so fucking much.
1: Okay. So I'm leading with Sheenotic. I don't even know what that Pokemon is. I'm leading with Sheenotic, and Ginji's leading with Mesprit. Are you ready to fight? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, you're a thing.
0: Whenever you're ready.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just deciding what I want to do. Oh my God. I
0: am probably going to lose this one.
1: Ooh. Okay. I think that's the play. Wait, not really. Okay, I'm just going to switch.
0: Commentating, buddy.
1: Oh God, I am. So, I I'm gonna stop saying I because I know I'm not gonna keep it up. Pegasus switches to Basculin, who gets seated, and the has return. Okay, so turn number two, Basculin uses oh, soul stealing seven oh, stars, thank card, which has 84% to The Mesprit, fucking eject button. God damn it. And Mesprit has a eject button and gets switched out into Leafeon. Who takes and uh, Basculin oh, Vas- takes 12% from leech seed damage. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> out comes Mega fuck. Rayquaza for Sense. <laughs> Leafeon uses Ingrain and grains itself. In you the have fucking
0: Arena Trap, son of a bitch.
1: That's hilarious. That's wonderful. Uh, Rayquaza takes a Thunderbolt for 11% of its health, and it uses Flare Blitz, which does 71% to on Pops with the balloon, and Rayquaza is damaged by the recoil. It is left at some sort of percentage that I can't read because I. 68. Sixty-eight. Okay. Thunderbolt. You won. Eleven percent to Rayquaza. Flare Blitz kills Leafeon, Does eleven percent recoil on Rayquaza. Out comes Mesprit. Fairy Wind does fourteen percent to Mesprit. Mesprit uses Dude, thunder- what the fuck? Does sixteen percent to Rayquaza. Fairy Wind kills Mesprit. Out comes Shedinja. Oh no! Oh, wait, I have Flareblitz. Oh, Shedinja doesn't even have Wonder Guard. It's Hackmons. Flareblitz. Yep. Yeah,
0: I told you, I'm gonna fucking lose.
1: Out comes Hakamomo. Momo takes a Fairy win for fifty-five percent. Fuck this, cap-less.
0: dude! Oh, I fucking step. no. I'm done.
1: You're not quitting. Stop. Wind, no, this
0: is off. fucking asinine. Fuck you this. Pro-
1: you have two more poke. I don't pro- give money. a
0: fuck. I'm done. No, you're, no,
1: no, you're not, JG. Whoa! Servine! Just took a flare blitz. Only did 45. 45- Wait, no, not 45. 40%! That's a bulky Servine. Takes another 30% from a Flare Blitz. Rayquaza kills itself in Recoil. Another coil from Servine. Servine's ready to pull a sweep. He has
0: fucking water bubble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Uh, Okay.
0: Doesn't matter, I'm gonna lose. That Mega Rayquaza. How
1: comes
0: You wanna know why I'm gonna lose? Because the only attacking move on this fucking thing is Future Sight.
1: Claydoll uses the Guardian of Lola, doing 22% to Servine. I read what that move does wrong. And Servine used Future Sight. Uh, Servine uses Coil again. <sighs> Mudshot kills Servine. That was epic though. That Servine was bulky. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to do to you. Out comes Torchic. Who takes a throat chop for 35%. Can, can... I want to see that visual of just this giant mud fish just Karate chopping this little <laughs> chicken, <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Wow. Child abuse, come on now. It's a cute little chicken. Swampert uses round, which does 23% of torching. Torchic. Would. uses toxic.
0: <laughs> At this point, I'm getting to surrender.
1: Uh, Swampert uses Round, to kills Torchic, takes 12% for Toxic, 82%. Out comes Chine Chow for Pegasus. It's Coop, guys! Coot! I always name my Chine Chows Coot, except for probably once that I didn't. <sighs> Except for in Poker Survivor when I named it Kendricks, because I was doing a Power Rangers naming theme. When I don't have a naming theme, I named him, I named him Coop. Dragon Hammer from Chow does 14% to Swampert. Swampert uses Round, does 36% to Chow takes 19% from Toxic.
0: Just fucking kill me.
1: Play Rough does 14% to Swampert. Fusion Bolt does 39% to Chow. 25% Toxic damage is taken by Swampert. One more Toxic turn should do it, folks. Body Slam does it without the Toxic. and.
0: You are narrating the third game. You got a fucking Mega Rayquaza that handed you the game. I don't want to hear it.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Only fair. Let me Google something real quick.
0: Mega fucking Rayquaza with arena traps. That's why you fucking won. Jesus Christ.
1: Okay, Gingy. Heads or tails. Gingy heads or tails. Tails. Okay. Coin is flipping. That's tails, so that's 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 me, right? That's how coin flips work.
0: Yes. That fucking Mega Rayquaza. <laughs> Fuck's sake.
1: Okay, so our third and final Hackmon's Cup battle. Whoever wins this is the champion of today's showdown section. Out comes Ursaring for Peg and Pidgeotto for Jinji. Hmm. Okay. This
0: Pidgeotto does not need like z Jesus Christ.
1: It has a Lichenium-Z? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hell is this? <laughs> Excuse me. How come Xeriora for Peg, who takes the first impression for 25%? Okay, Zeriora. Multi-attack from Zariora does 27% to Pidgeotto. An Earthquake does 58. Out comes Panseer who takes a toxic on the switch. Takes 5% from toxic damage. Multi-attack does 21% to S who uses dark, dark Pulse and kills Zeriora, takes 12% from Toxic. Oh, it's my favorite. Ooh. Out comes Kingdra. Ooh, I realize I've made the wrong decision, but it's okay. Kingdra uses Changerous, Soul Blaze, kills Panseer, gets an Omni boost in his stats. This Kingdra is gonna be hard to take out. Out comes Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto uses First Impression, does nineteen percent. Kingdra uses Flame Burst, God which crits 39% to Pidgeotto. Another Flame Burst kills Pidgeotto. Out comes Squirtle. For Gingy.
0: Oh, he I should have used Fightle
1: you 30%. first. 30%. Topsy Turvy inverts all of the Omni Boost into a low ring for every single stat. That's, well
0: played. <laughs>
1: That's so well played. That's actually really good, I, I, I applaud you, sir. Up comes Ursa Ring for Peg. Takes a parabolic charge for 12% and Squirtle, of course, does some draining health and gains 7% of his health back.
0: Topsy Terribe scored all this new MVP.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Arm Thrust does... hits... three times, does 7% on each hit. Roar brings out... Genji's are Zerior uses Fetter Dance, lowers Earth's Ring's attack. Earth's Ring uses Super Pang, which of course, due to the what Super Fang does. does 50%. Out comes Malamar for Peg. Takes a Feather Dance, which has its attack. And that's actually really bad. I don't... Don't do that. It's mean. Thousand Arrows does 19% to Malamar. uh, Glaciate does 16% to Zerion. Zaryara switches into Durachi, who takes a Glaciate for 5% of its health, and its speed is lowered.
0: Yo, this isn't that bad.
1: I'm, I'm very scared. How comes Raichu shift gear on Durachi's end? Shift gear, another shift gear. Raichu uses Perish Song, which means that both Pokemon will perish in three turns. Liquidation does 44% to Raichu. Low Sweep does 12% to Jirachi. Both Pokemon will perish in two turns. Peg switches to Blitzel, takes a Liquidation for 59% of his health his defense is lowered. Jirachi will perish next turn if he is not switched out. switches out to Zeriora, takes a Frost Breast, which crits, uh, as always, does 29%, but Zeriora had an Ayapa Berry and restored half its health. Thousand Arrows takes Blitzel out four Pokemon on each side of the field. I'm very upset about that Squirtle still. (laughs) That Squirtle pisses me off. Out comes Malamar for Pegasus. Fucking topsy-turvy Squirtle. 16% from mudshot by uh... the 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 b words Zeraiara uses Mudshot does 16% to Malamar. Malamar uses Aqua Tail and does 33% to Zerai Aura. uses Feather Dance, Lowering... Malamar oh, yes! Back- <laughs> keep it alive! They only take 16% from the Aqua Tail. Feather Dance further lowers Malamar's attack. Malamar uses Aqua Tail, which is enough to take out Zerion. Out comes Durachi for Jinji. Out comes Raichu for Peg. Drachi uses Shift Gear. Liquidation does 30% to Raichu. Raichu uses Parish on, on Both Pokemon will perish in three turns. Multi-attack takes Raichu out. The Jirachi will perish in two turns. Now comes Ursa Ring for Pegasus. Liquidation does 25% to Ursa Ring. Super Fang does 41% to Jirachi. Jirachi will perish next turn. If he is not switched out, out comes Squirtle. Ursaring uses Roar, switches <laughs> back into Jirachi. Shift gear, boost Jirachi. Super Fang off of Ursaring. Missed it. Kingdra switched in for Pegasus. Another shift gear from Jirachi. Multi-Attack does 37% to Kingdra, Kingdra uses Flame Burst, does 31% to Jirachi. Drachi's Multi-Attack, does 34% to Kingdra, Kingdra finishes off Jirachi with a Flame Burst. Out comes Topsy-Turve, I mean, really? <laughs> 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 that wasn't even intentional, folks, I'm that tired. I just saw that Squirtle and instantly associated it with top- topsy Turvy. So, that's a Squirtle. Bug Bite does 19% to Squirtle. Squirtle uses parabolic charge, kills Kingdra, and drains a little bit of its energy. Now comes Malamar. Malamar uses punishment for 37% of Squirtle's health. Squirtle used Parabolic Charge, draining some of... Doing 8%. Doing 12%. At... You know what? It did some sort of percentage. Then Squirtle died. <laughs> okay, out comes This is Gingy's final Pokemon. I sw- if
0: I lose again after Topsy Turvy, fucking Squirtle.
1: Aquatail does 32% to Aromatese. Squ- Moog Mugscreen lowers Malamars accuracy. Out comes Ursa Ring to Peg. Sparkling Area does 20% to Ursa Ring. Steel Wing, 56% to Aromatese. Fucking Christ. Most lowers Ursa Ring's accuracy. Ursa Ring uses Steel Wing and misses. Aromatese uses Sparkling Aria and takes we Ursa won. Ring. Out comes Malamar, 4 Pegasus. Fucking Great. He uses Aqua Tail. Pegasus the winner. Good game. Yep.
0: Good game. All right, call the night. Are you even there? Hello. Hello? Uh-oh.
1: Are you there? I heard you for like two seconds.
0: Yes, I'm here. Let's wrap it up. I want to go to bed.
1: Yeah, where can they find you and Pixels Media on the internet? I just asked.
0: Find me at Ginji on Twitter. The main show is Pixels Polygons and Fun. And then you can find the Twitter at PPAF Podcast. That's
1: Pretty much about it. You want to talk about our T Public and our Patreon, Ginji?
0: That's your show. I'll let you do it.
1: Yeah, but you talk about the Pixels Media stuff. It's your company.
0: We have a T public store, which is TPublic.com slash user slash PPAF podcast one. We have a Patreon if you guys are able to give anything but take care of yourselves first, which is Patreon.com slash PPAF podcast.
1: We'll probably get, I'll gush about this much more in Pixels than I am now, but we actually have our first patron, which is a listener of Pixels, and that's super hype.
0: That it is. That it is.
1: See, I usually, when we get a good thing, I'll say, keep it coming, but I feel like keep it coming in this case kind sounds kind of greedy, so like, keep it coming if you want. No. Okay, so find me on Twitter at Pegasus the Ga- I can't even talk anymore. I'm just gonna t- talk in gibberish forever. Talk the the bit really? Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Pegasus the Game One. You can find me on YouTube at Pegasus the Gamer. Oh God! You can find something else. I don't know where I was going with that. I think that's about it, actually. So, this has been Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Pegasus. I'm Gingy. And we'll see you guys next time. Maybe we won't be as tired and shitty as a mood as we were this th- Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show.